Hello sports fans and welcome to our 40th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. We made it boys, 40, we're middle-aged. Nice. Um, my name's Adam and I know very little about football so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day boys and hey the podcast is older than all of us, just. Oh, by a few years, you know. By a few, by a few. <laughs> and the principal. Hello, hello, how's everyone going? Uh, good, I just came back from my holiday. Thank you again, Smokes, for hosting. And... No worries, thank you for coming back. <laughs> thank you for coming back. We all know now that we need you helping us with this podcast. Probably just more for the editing. I, I, miss, I miss the intro and outro music from our last episode. It was like... Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, yeah, because we I can't I should have copied it to my phone <laughs> or something. I was going to uh... do like an acapella version, like a... Dun, 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 and then I just got all in my head and I couldn't do it. Anyway, like I said, I was very busy with a uh, new dog and coming home from holidays, so I didn't see a single game of football last week. Uh, what about you guys? Smokes, what about you? Um, yeah, I caught uh, a few of the games. Um, let's see, I mean, I, I caught, again, I, I catch quite a lot of the early games. Like, I saw, saw, like, the Thursday and Friday game. Um, I saw, like, the, a lot of the highlights of the tigers Rabbitohs, and, and I watched most of the Anzac Day game with the Dragons and Roosters, too. A new principal? Um, yeah, pretty similar. I watched all the early games. Um, yeah, I watched the... Yeah, unfortunately, I watched the Sunday afternoon game as well. I wish I gave that on a miss. Oh, dear. Um, oh dear. Uh, and I saw... You know what? The, actually, the only part of the Dragons Roosters game I saw was when Tupo decided to take someone's head off. Um, I literally flicked on, saw that part. <laughs> but otherwise, it was, um, it was pretty, a couple of good games this week, actually. So it was... It was a good weekend of the games of you know watching the footy. The games I watched, couple of good games with a couple of blowouts too, like a massive blowout which we'll get to. But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, very interesting round of rugby league. Good old Anzac Day fun. All right, well we'll get into it. Uh, round seven. Let's talk about the first game: uh, the Sharks and the Sea Eagles. We all picked the Sharks. Smokes. Jeez oh, Louise! What about this? Um, the Senate Talakai in the first half, it was kind of like, remember like when you used to like, um, you know, back like under 10s, under 11s, and there'd always be one kid that just no one could tackle. That was, that was basically what the first half was. He was untouchable. He was unstoppable. I don't know if I've ever seen a player have that good a half of football as a centre before. That was just insane. And it was a 32-0 at half time. It was pretty much all off the back of him and... They, they took their foot off the throat a little bit in the second half, the Sharks, but and Manly actually got back to within 10, but I don't think they were ever seriously going to, to beat them. When it got to that close, the, the Sharks had sort of just took control again. But, um, mm. yeah, it was, a, it was a crazy first half with, with Talakai. That was insane. What was, what was really interesting is they had all that success with Talakai in the first half, and then they, they went to the, the, the opposite side in the second yeah. half. Yeah. And they didn't score many more points. It was a weird game because, I mean, at half time, you're expecting probably a score closer to what the the Storm Warriors game was. Like, it was that easy for the Sharks. It was that easy for Talakai, actually, not the Sharks. Basically, the plan was give it to him and he would just do the rest. He was kicking pinpoint to set up tries from the wing. He was scoring his own tries. It was was fantastic to watch it. And, um, but yeah, it was the Seagulls. Sharks definitely took their. You know, took took it down a notch in the second half, and you know, mm. Manly never go to run it down, but man, they, they scored a few points themselves. So yeah, made it a score, bit more interesting. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess it kind of goes to show too, like, um, as you said, like, you're sort of thinking at halftime, oh, this could be 60 or 70. Um, but Manly, obviously, they, they probably didn't have any, have any aspirations of being able to win that game at halftime. But they obviously thought they did what the Warriors didn't, which was, well, we've got to show some bite here so that we've get us, almost like get yourself ready for next week. Let's, let's start playing now for next week. And they, they won the second half 22 points to two, which is a pretty good effort. So, you know, there's always something to play for in these games. Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, Smokes, your Broncos finally got oh, up. Oh, they, Bulldogs, they so did. Guess. They did. I Look, while watching this, I was actually at a bit of a work farewell and having a few drinks and also watching the game at the same time. I was, I was pretty annoyed with the Broncos for a lot of that game because I was just... I had it in my head all week that we, we should just win comfortably um, because of some of the dramas the Dogs had. And Upon reflection, though... I actually don't think it was that bad a performance by the Broncos. I mean, I think the whole COVID issue with the Bulldogs, I think it was blown up, blown a little bit out of proportion in that, yeah, they had a few guys pull out. And then they were going on about this long list of injuries they've got. I looked at the list of players. Not many of those guys make their top 17. Like, they're in their top 30 squad, but they're not in their top 17, most of them. Maybe th- maybe four of them are. Um, and looking at some of the stats for the Broncos, I mean, they, they completed at 90%. You can't do much better than that. So that they made sure that the Bulldogs had to earn everything they got. And um, once we sort of wore them down, Adam Reynolds um, took absolute control in the second half. I mean, he had, I think he had four try assists um, and scored a try himself. The only try he wasn't involved in was the Corey Pates one from dummy half. Uh, it's nice to see a dummy half actually do something for the Broncos. I'm very thrilled about that. Um, and Payne Haas, again, just an absolute machine. I think he made 250-something metres, and he did most of that. I think he got injured in, the, in his first run, but he played most of the game out. Um, he was fantastic. But, um, yeah, so I'm a little bit less disappointed with the performance upon reflection. Principal, thoughts? What would, what would the Broncos do about Adam Reynolds? He was... He was the reason they won that game. It was, you know, there's a reason I call them Adam, Adam Reynolds now. I don't even call them Broncos. But... He actually, in the first half, he wasn't actually playing that well. And I think that's what reflected the the, the score, really. Bulldogs played mm. well and Adam Adam Reynolds wasn't... Um, he sort of kicked into gear in that second half, like you said. And that was a huge difference. He was just... That was probably one of his best games, probably for the Broncos in that second half. It just He was yeah. um, just controlling things really nicely. So I particularly loved that little uh, chip kick over the top. That he did good, uh, for yeah. one of their tries. Yeah, that was good as well. So, it was, it yeah, was it was... Um, well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll tell you what I reckon helped um, Reynolds a lot. Because uh, for the first, I think, 29 or 30 minutes, we started the match with Billy Walters at hooker. And then they brought Corey Pakes on after 30 minutes um, to play the rest of the match out at hooker. We were down 10-0 when we brought Corey Pakes on. From that point on, we won the match 34 points to four. Um... That just goes to show what a difference a genuine dummy half can make to a halfback's game. And I thought he was like, and Corey Pace didn't make a, a ton of meters, but he still came up with a try, a couple of line breaks, and I think he came up with a line break assist. Now, that's what Brisbane have been craving. We have not had a, a genuine hooker for a long time, uh, and that's that's I, I, I went off about it a few weeks ago about. Jake Turpin. Not, nothing pers- personally as Turpin. I just don't see it in him. It was just, li- just 50 minutes on, on Friday night. I've seen more from, from Pates than I've seen in Turpin's 50-game career. 
Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it was good to see. He played last year, didn't he? Did he was he with the Broncos last he, year? He had a few games. Yeah, he had a few games off the bench, and I think he might have got a couple of games. I think Turpin was injured for a few games, and he sort of came in and played a few. Well, he sort of he interchanged with um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. It was some some hooker we got from Newcastle. I think I've forgotten his name. They sort of interchanged a bit, um, but uh, you know, I, I, so I, I think give them a few weeks together. I'll tell you what was what else was also impressed was um, Tamari Martin. I mean, making his comeback from you know a brain bleed, uh, he basically had to retire a few years ago, and he made his comeback, which no one thought was going to happen. And he was great at fullback, and I wouldn't be surprised one bit if once Tessie knew his fit, that Martin goes to five eight because he's a genuine half. He's got those ball skills. Um, he'll improve the Broncos' attack. He, he's got that skill about him. Yeah, I think he'd be great at that actually. He was because he was a great, um, he was a pretty good player at five eight. He played five eight, didn't he, for the Cowboys before he got injured and Penrith yep. as well. And for, so Pen- and for Penrith, yeah, was, his um, debut, for, yeah, his debut for Penrith was against us, and he kicked the winning field goal. So yeah, he's yeah. he's a talented boy. And you know what? It would be great. Who's the who was a five eight this week? I can't think of his name off the top of my head now. Uh, who was your, Gamble. Gamble. The quicker he can not be in that team, it was making my eyes bleed looking at that that haircut and face. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? And then, it's you know what so made it even bad. worse? Then he, when he came, you know, he decided to come face-to-face with Dufty. They zoomed in on it and it made it even worse. It was just like, oh, really bad on TV screen. Was, he's got to be up there with yeah. the worst haircuts. One of the worst haircuts. It, there's, yeah, there's a few of them going around. bad. That was bad. Yeah, it's, it's not impressive. I agree. Um, you know... It's time to visit the barber, Mr. Gamble. The gamble on your hair yeah. didn't work. No. All right. <laughs> uh, moving on to Saturday's games, North Queensland Cowboys uh, beating the Titans pretty convincingly. Yeah, I didn't see much um, of it. I saw, a, I saw <laughs> the highlights of the tries. That's it. Cowboys just keep winning as um, they've obviously they're sort of but, yeah, I mean, together. Like, well. like, top, top five team. Yeah. yeah. They're... they're, they're yeah. They're definitely um, uh, exceeding expectations at this stage. Yeah. I think at the moment they haven't played some of the top teams, though. So it'd be like, you know, they've, yeah, that's, they've, that's they've, they've played thing, Raiders yeah. twice. They've played um, top... You know, like, I think they're winning, which was what they need to do now. They'll definitely be close to the eight because of what they've done but that's it. now How at the end of the year. How are they going to go Melbourne, Penrith, those yeah, guys? The I mean, onslaught, they, they played yeah, the Roosters and they got beaten pretty convincingly. So that's yeah, the test that's, now for them to go up a level. But they're doing what what they can, so it's, you know, at least it's a different well, team winning beating, every week. They're beating what's it's in good. front of them. Yep. 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 They're, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing right. good. And then what I'm going to guess was a nail-biter. West Tigers narrowly beating South Sydney by one point. Oh, this is, this this is a great game. I love this. It was, um, you know, I wish I tipped it. Did I tip it? I can't remember what I did, but anyway, West Tigers. Yeah, I, I think part you, of my well, beer you won your beer was, bets with this. Yeah. It was, um, you know what? I thought the West Tigers would come out and play really well, you know, with just on the back of that. But I didn't think they'd win. I thought they'd just get pretty close. But, yeah, the um, mm. the Rabbitohs went, were a bit off and the Tigers were just so energetic. And Luke Brooks has sort of found some sort of spark. And Jackson Hastings is sort of, I think, enjoying taking over the team. It's, it's actually, you know yeah. what, it's so much better than hearing story after story about how bad oh, the West Tigers yeah. are going and Michael Maguire and blah, blah, blah. It's just well, they've, know, they've it's moved the stories to on to another team now because <laughs> the Tigers have won a couple, so they're talking 
crap about a different team now, and we'll, we'll get yeah, onto it. Just but, shifts it, nah, shifts it over, but yeah, yeah, yeah. shift it on. It's but, good but to I, see. I saw, I, yeah, it's it is. It's good, really good to see. Like I, I, I don't begrudge the time. I mean, I tipped them for the spoon at the start of the year. That wasn't because I have something against them. I just didn't think they had much in them. But I guess Jackson Hastings has made. Uh, it, there's a, it's a much better fit with him at halfback and Brooks at five eight because there's a lot less pressure on Brooks to run the team. He can just sort of chop because. Early on in his career, they put a lot of undue pressure on Luke Brooks by saying, oh, he's the next Andrew Johns, which I can't stand it when commentators and stuff make comments like that. It's like the kiss of death, isn't it? As soon as they say, yeah. as soon as they say that, you go, oh, this poor kid. You just he's go, just oh, like, well, how are they going to live up to that? Yeah. Exactly. Like they said about yep. Matt Moylan, they said he's going to be the next Darren Lockyer. Now, yeah. look, they're, they're, and they've all been very good players in their rights, that those guys who are compared to these legends, but don't compare them. Just like, especially after they've played two or three games, let them let them play. <laughs> let them let them become the first. Let him become the first Luke Brooks. Let him become yeah, the yeah. first Matt Moylan. You know, like why compare them to these guys? But I, I was happy to see him kick that field goal too. And look, I didn't see the whole game. I sort of watched the, the KO mini, the twenty minute highlights package, and it looked like it. From what I saw, it was a good good game, like end to end stuff, and. Um, Sort of South would get a bit of a lead, then Tigers would come back. And again, it was a case of like, I think the Tigers had to score a try in the final 10 to get it level, and, and then they worked it up yeah. the field. Yeah. After Bloody Jai Arrow Luke, with, Luke with Brooks. the worst yeah. attempt in all, of all time with his <laughs> Well, you know what? It was whoever passed it to him was just, you know, come on. Oh, like, I know. What were you thinking? It's like, you know, you got the teams would practice. He's trying to replicate done it over uh, and over again. from round one. He was trying yeah, to replicate exactly. cable from round one, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fucked it up. <laughs> but he's, um, yeah, that was that was a pretty poor effort. But yeah, it was it was just a great game to watch. As I said, you know, the teams that are not expected to win when they win, it's um, as long as it's not your well, against it. your team, it's good to see. Well, and look, the other thing too, like the two teams that beat one of them is Parramatta, who I think are currently in the top four, and the other one's South Sydney, who um, are last year's grand finalists. So that's two pretty decent scalps. Um, and to winning nail biters, good on them. That, that's, I, I, you know, there may be a bit more success coming for them. All right, well, speaking of Parramatta, we've got Knights and Eels. Uh, what's yeah, I did not see once. Yeah, I didn't see a second of it, but apparently the Knights were just awful. Like, they're at home in front of 25,000 fans. Um, Ponga just signs this multi-year extension with them, and they, they apparently were just absolutely rotten. To score only two points, it's yeah, it's just it's it's a very mm. poor performance, and you know it's um obviously all that Ponga stuff has has caused some massive issues, like just distra- not issues, mm. probably just distractions, but it's um yeah. probably it's derailed their season to the point. I think they're coming last now at the Knights, looking at the table. So they're the second, uh, fourteen, second last, I think. I oh, know third last actually. Um, I think the Premier's pushed here. some other. The Premier's pushed some other team into second last position. <laughs> yeah, this team here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Come on. That, Speaking that, of, oh, what Panthers segue. and the Raiders. <laughs> what a segue, Principal. Oh yeah, okay. I'm looking at the ladder now. <laughs> oh. What what are we talking about? The Dragons Roosters. Yeah, so anyway, two players yeah, takes Panthers Raiders. <laughs> let's, let's, let's rewind faster, 24 mate. hours. Let's rewind 24 hours. Oh, look, you know, <laughs> the Panthers. They oh, you know what? They played really well. They um they just they you know, 
watching them play. Raiders. I don't think you guys were that bad. I thought you guys were alright. Raiders the first half where um, they played really well and they were matching Penrith, but Penrith were just so relentless in their um, their defence and their attack, and then just pushing Raiders back onto their own goal line to bring it back, the ball back out. So Raiders just weren't getting close. They scored the first try, which is a great try actually. Um, Tarp and I scored, and I when when I saw that, I thought, you know, maybe they could take it to Penrith a bit more. But uh, the Raiders are playing a very conservative style of footy, and it, I think yep. the Pen, uh, Panthers weren't sort of letting them even sort of get out of that conservative style. They were just they were playing to survive basically in that game. That first half mm, mm. was literally just surviving. They were running the ball out. They were making twenty thirty meters, kicking it. Penrith were getting the ball, you know, on their. 30, 40 meter line every time, so it was um bit re- it was relentless. But I think uh, the Raiders need to find a spark from somewhere. I don't know what it is, but it's um it's pretty much the same every week. So it'll be interesting. I mean, they're versing the Warriors, so it's gonna <laughs> what a game that is. So eh? yeah, <laughs> it's like a blockbuster that well, one. Jeez, <laughs> um, next week. <laughs> yeah, they're both uh, in red hot form. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually didn't think you guys were that bad. I thought it was kind of similar to the Panthers Broncos games in many in, in many respects. I mean, you took it to them for fifty five minutes, and then just weight of possession and a bit of bit of class uh, meant they ran away with it a bit at the end. Um, but yeah, I thought you guys like you had to do so much defence in the first half, and they they Penrith being Penrith, they didn't panic. They just eventually wore you down. And that's why you yeah. collapse in that sort of final 15, 20 minutes. Um, what I would say as well is um, I don't blame Ricky Stewart at all in the press conference for possibly one of the dumbest questions ever asked in a press conference. When that, whoever that journalist was saying, oh, what do you think about the Penrith crowd um, doing the Viking clap? Like, they did it a couple of times during the game. Why the fuck would a coach give a shit? What the crowd are doing. Whether they're mocking something. Why would the coach care? That, that's, uh, I don't blame Ricky. I think Ricky Stewart's exact response was, I didn't have a, an opinion on it at all. Is that seriously a talking point? F*** me dead. I'm pretty sure that was his exact words. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, and I don't blame him. I, I, I would have walked out. I reckon I'd gone seriously and I would have walked out. They're looking for a headline. You know, I wish <laughs> he probably should do it more often. He's done it a few times, but... He um, they're just it's just that they're baiting they're baiting the coaches for that that extra comment you know when something's not yeah, going exactly. right you know what it is he's like oh yeah. you know it's respect and then next thing you know it's like Ricky Shaw blast Panthers for this it's like yeah you can't, like you know what part of rugby league is like when you go to the game and you go to someone else's ground it's that you know them versus us and blah 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 it's a home everyone puts you know what? When you go to someone else's home ground, it, all that sort of stuff happens. You get things. It's all in good fun. Yeah. It's not like they were, you know, they're clapping. Essentially, it's sort of like yeah. it's. Um, but yeah, it was just such a stupid question. It's sort of like, you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's just part of it what was, makes I, it, it makes just, journalism yeah. these days for sport. It's looking for that headline. That's yeah. they're looking for the sound bite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that you know, just, for the social media, I, the click. You know, Ricky Shaw blows up at. Viking clap, yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. You know what it is. And it's like, uh, like, so let's let's not ask about the game. Let's ask, oh, what about what the fans were doing in the crowd? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
All right, uh, and then on to our last two games, the Anzac Day games, uh, Dragons versus South Sydney Roosters. <laughs> Where's the Phantom when you need oh, him to like, well, well, give his opinion? Well, what a shock that he's not here. Because his cheating, yeah. grub, Bondi Beach buffheads, <laughs> not even, the, not even their, their massive payoff to the ref could help them this time. Because the Mighty Red V, what a great effort. No, seriously, though, what a great effort by them. They had to do a lot of defence in this game, um, St. George, Illawarra, and they, they held strong. Ben Hunt, he, he, just, he truly has grown into a leader for them. He is such a good player. Um, set up both their tries. He come up with a couple of crucial try-saving tackles in defence. And late in the game, that, like a 40-20 to get them out of trouble because they were, they were on their, out on their feet and they needed something. And I, I just think he's an uh, unreal player. Yeah, it was, it's again another good game to watch. It was um, Ben Hunt. He's sort of he's so consistent, really. I, you know, that's why no one's mm. talking about him now because he's doing so well. You know, he had that form slump yep. a little while ago. And he just got. He was yep. like the Luke Brooks of it, now. He was just getting yeah. Punished. It took him time to and recover from that um, that yeah. final drop. Let's face it. Um, it took him a bit of time. He still had good games, but he wasn't as consistent. And I think he was just he was probably just shook, shook from it. But now. That consistency, even games they lose, he's always their best player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's easily Dragons' best player by far. He's um, they're uh, yeah. lucky to have him, and, and now they're talking about you know he'll stay there for longer as well. So, um, but yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, as we were saying that again, another Roosters game, another dodgy ref decision. Like the week before, oh, it was yeah. Tedesco not getting Simbind for a clear yeah. foul. Like even the Phantom agreed with that one. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. This week. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone in anyone watching, even if you don't know anything about footy, would think that that shouldn't have been, you know, time off the field. That was, you know, he, he had... Everyone. Two phones saw him. last 12 months. Yeah, even then. I reckon that's always even, been... Even before. That even was, before. It's, it's nearly you know, a send-off. The Dragons player, I can't remember who it was. Was it... um? I remember. Um, anyway, he, he was lucky. He just, he just um, the arm veered off the ball a bit. Yeah. So Tupo was, it, I, I'm assuming Tupo was trying to dislodge the ball, like tackling that high. Yeah. Otherwise, there was no other reason to, you know, but it was just, um, yeah. he had so much time to make that yeah. tackle. He could have tackled him anywhere yeah. on the body and he, he took his head off. Yeah. And um, yeah. it could have been so much worse. It, yeah, exactly. just, it's crazy, but just, you know what um, I also just, don't get? They've just sacked the ref from the game. Bias, mate. It is, well, it is. Bias. And this is not even more of a rooster thing. It's a particular player bias. If you're that type of player, you know, if it was Radley, he would have got sent, he you know, yeah, sent yeah, off. Absolutely. If it was Jaden so Sewer. So different players, yeah, Jaden Sewer, he would have got sent off. Yep. Um, but what I find really weird is that they've sacked the ref from this game, which is probably fair enough, but... The people in the bunker still got their jobs. But the bunker gets away. Yeah, the, they looked at it eight bunker, times, and the the ref had like one chance to look at it, right? And then he's like, "Guys, you know." And then the player stayed down. That's when the bunker reviews, and it was like, you know, tells the ref, you know, on report, whatever. And um, somehow they managed to keep their like position this week, and the ref. So yeah, like, I know. That they 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 yeah. would have watched that ten times, right? And they can't see mm. that that's a uh, symbiote. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just, All right, uh, and then our last game, Melbourne Storm smashing New Zealand Lions. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, oh. the second team versus mm. one of the bottom eight. So. Didn't watch any of this. I didn't, 
Yeah, I didn't watch. I mean, I've seen some highlights since, but I mean, I think the highlights go for about 60 minutes themselves because there was that many tries. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to see all the highlights yet. Um, this, this was just... No other word describes it better than just massacre. Uh, interestingly, the, the two times the, um, Nathan Brown's been involved in two games where they've there's been he's been beaten 70 to 10 so when he was a player playing for St George he got um, beaten um, 70 to 10 by the storm and then as a coach as well so it's a bit of a yeah. crazy stat yeah not, not one you want to have same score line <laughs> cra- same, you know. t- same opponent but uh, one as a coach and one as a captain it's like oh, you couldn't mate. script it that's just no, so no. and, and weird, I, weird I also thing. remember I remember in that game when he was a player when they went into a twenty minute attack and he tapped, I think it was Lance Thompson who was coming to like he, like Nathan Brown tapped the ball to pass it to Thompson and I think Thompson slipped over as he passed to him so it just bounced off his head oh. straight back to a Melbourne player. That's I didn't one know of the that funniest was... things I've ever seen. I'm I, pretty I, sure I, that I was from footage. that game. Uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know the game, but I've, I remember I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's from that game. It's just hilarious. But, oh, I think the footy show the, used to have that. The old footy show used to yeah, have that. Yeah, it was, was pretty much just on, on loop. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but like with the Storm, I mean, the highlights I've seen, Pappenhausen was pretty damn good. And don't think Xavier's Coates will probably ever have an easier four tries in a match than he did in that one. But um, yeah, they're, they're, they are a team you do not want to switch off against because they will punish you. Because the one thing Melbourne do, they play for 80 minutes. So they will punish you. So, um, yeah, I guess um, it's going to be an interesting effort by them against your mob this week. I don't know who to yeah, there. As I said, blockbuster. Battle right. of the cellar dwellers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, uh, after round seven, Smokes and myself tipped six out of eight, and Principal and Phantom both tipped five out of eight. Uh, looking season-wide, ugh, what have we got here? Principal on 35 out of 56, Phantom on 37, Smokes on 39, and I'm on 40. Again, just tipping the old the old bookies' favourites. I'm so coming back, baby. The <laughs> rewards. But yeah, we have, we have adjusted, like... <laughs> moved from the first couple of rounds. Yeah. Anyway, on to uh, power rankings. Uh, our, we'll just cover our teams that we care about. So the Raiders are at position 12. They are down one spot. They were previously <laughs> on You're lucky to be Very there. generous. It's a very generous ranking, I think. Um, I, must I be a, ra- must be a Raiders spot. supporter that's doing that, I think. It's, it's someone, yeah, I you know, think so. I think had maybe his Raiders jersey doing. on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Ricky's doing uh, power Broncos rankings. are at position 10. They're up two spots. It's probably fair. It's probably, it's about, probably right. Fair. Um, yeah, about right. Yep. And the Roosters are on position 8. They are down four spots, which... I think, that, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's about yeah, right, because we've been saying they're a bit, been a bit high. Like, they're not playing yeah. well. Like, they haven't really clicked yet. They're going to... Obviously, yeah, finish well, yeah. but well, look, in the end, they're only one win ahead of the Broncos. Yeah. So and a host of other teams. So they're not. Yeah, I think everyone just assumes they are going to get it right. Look, they probably will, but it's yet to happen. Um, so we'll see. And then just to look at the top three teams, it's who, do, who you would expect: the Sharks at position three, yep. Storm position two, and Panthers position one. Yeah, so that's fair enough. So pretty much as you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, all right, on to some news articles here. Oh, God, another name I have to pronounce. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, 
Would have got two years in jail. Griffin fumes over black and white toothpaste high shot. He, yeah, I, I, I love like what Anthony Griffin said on it. It was a bit tongue in cheek, but obviously referencing how over over the top they were with the sin bins and suspensions for Magic Round last year. And I, I love his off. Then he would have got two years in jail. Like, and he's right. Like, it, there's no consistency with it. I mean, you had Tedesco last week. You get Tupo this week. Both should have been binned. Um, and, and when you've got the bunker looking at it and chiming in for everything else, they can't chime in for this one? I mean, please. I mean, and, and I guess the other thing too is, and they, they were talking about this on NRL 360, about whether it, whether it should have been classed as reckless rather than careless. And, and there's a fair argument to say it could have been classed as reckless because at no stage did he look to go low and the player dropped on him. He was always going high. So where else is he going to hit him? Yeah, I, I agree. It should have been. I mean, I given what the you know they I think they had the definition there, but and I don't remember what it was. But it was you know you would have thought a more effective tackle would have been around the legs. There was no one he was passing. He made the break, and yeah. he would have stopped him. And he was went high, and it's just a stupid. It was just it was yeah. reckless. It was just stupid. wasn't wasn't thinking, and it wasn't you know careless is when it accidentally goes up, and you haven't you know. Careless, you can see yeah. when it's you know high tackle. You've gone, you've just made a little bit of a mistake. This was you know he's going to go high, for whatever reason he decided to do it, and just um, it was just lucky. You know it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes people get mixed up thinking that if you say it's reckless, it means that they they meant to hit them high. Well, it doesn't because that that's the next grade, which is intentional. Reckless mm. is just saying that. The way you went into the tackle, there is no other place you could have hit them but in the head. Well, that's exactly what happened here. Careless is where, you know, something like, oh, someone steps at the last second and, and you've, like, accidentally collected them high because you didn't adjust to their, to their movement. Well, that's careless. But reckless, like, he was going, like, yeah. And, and look, you know, you know it's a big issue. You know it's a big story in footy when the Batuta advocate puts out a story... <laughs> <laughs> saying the NRL are going to introduce a new rule saying that Sydney Roosters players can be sent to the sin bin. So it's like, <laughs> yes. Yes, it'd be nice if that could happen. All right, all right. I'm going to move this on. Uh, I can't believe we're already talking about State of Origin, but here we are. Uh, Blues at an all-time selection battle. Bolted turns blowtorch on hard. I just want you guys to really talk the Blues up and how you've got just... Uh, I... I'm, Numerous p- options in every position. Like, you yeah. pretty much Nathan could Cleary, name four James teams. Desco, Tom Travojevic, yeah. Ryan Puppenhausen. You can name four names. teams that would crush Queensland, I mean, based on, on how dominant you are. So, I want you to talk it up. We could definitely name four teams because we've got four, probably five fullbacks. So, you could definitely put them all in and there. And they're probably going to be back line. Yeah, they are. It'll be <laughs> a, a back line of fullbacks, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, a big trade. 16 teams in the comp, right? How many of those are Sydney-based or New South Wales-based, right? Like, come on. There's <laughs> like 12 of them, 10 of them? I think the bulk of this article is sort of talking about, like, you know, some of, the, some of these guys who are pressing their claims for the centre position if Latrell Mitchell is still injured. And look, I guess Talakai threw his hat into the ring now too. Like, he, um, uh, he had a very, very strong... And what's going to be interesting is uh, this week... He comes up against Katoni Staggs, so that's going to be a very, very interesting battle, and could go could go a long way to seeing if either of them are capable of making the step up to Origin. So, 
but yeah, I, I just think you guys should talk it up because I mean, Queensland don't have anyone playing well. It's not like Munster, um, uh, DCE, uh, Harry Grant. None of those guys are playing well, so we should get slaughtered, right? I just think finally New South Wales <laughs> have got players that will dominate. It'll be a New South Wales period of domination, I think, for the next few years. Well, in a few weeks, in a few weeks time, New South Wales have finally got the players, the the top tier players that are most you know most of them are playing for New South Wales at the moment. So, I think it's uh, New South Wales a, a very good position to be in. In a few weeks' time, I'm going to name a Queensland seventeen that will beat New South Wales. There you go. Because I I'll tell you what, flying under the radar a little bit, Queensland, because some their their key players are in very very good form. If they don't. Get injured like they did before last year's series, but actually in with a red hot chance this year. Is that, is that excuses I'm already hearing? No, not excuses, but you know, well, if, as long as we don't get injuries or we don't, we can't, you know, come on. Three of our four state, fine players. You got a whole hang, state hang, of play. Hang, you got a whole hang, state hang, of players. Wait, 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 no, no. You got a whole state plus you. You've got two states because you're still New South Wales players too, right? To choose from. So it doesn't matter about injuries. You have got plenty of players. Hang on, hang on. Come New on. South Wales have seventy five percent of the player pool to pick from, um, so I don't think they should be complaining. What I would say is three of our four spine players were injured for at least two of the three games last year. Okay, was that violins I hear playing in the background? <clears throat> when they came back, they won. So you know, <laughs> do with that what you will. Don't you worry. Anyway, we got we got some you know we got a few tricks up our sleeves, and uh, we've also got he's, a very he's... formidable coaching. Line up this year. The boy, the band is back together. I thought that one of their tricks is might be playing. You know, they're all going to jump in too. Oh, they the probably will. We get a few injuries. They'll pull on the jersey and they'll do us proud. Yeah. And they'll probably beat you blokes again like they did for like a dozen years. Anyway, let's move on before we get, before this turns into the Origin podcast. <laughs> there should be an Origin special, actually. In saying that, we origin. should do an origin. Yeah. How many weeks till the, till the origin? That's what yeah, I'm that's asking. That's a while. Oh, Still about four or five. Four or five weeks. It's a while. How about the week before we do a special? Never, never done with. We're always talking no, about No, people <laughs> start talking oh, about origin in, in round one. Oh, look. If it's not speculating about the future, it's reminiscing about the past. I can't stand that. That's one of my biggest hates of the media. It's like, Round one, round two, someone scores yeah. a couple of tries. You never heard of them before. Oh, but he's gonna he, he's you know, he's been considered for origin, so mm. I think even Xavier yeah. Savage, yeah. they had an article. Xavier Savage from the Raiders played a couple mm. of games. There was an article saying um he was contacted by the Queensland staff and um you know, oh, about, you know, eligibility and, you know, playing and he was like so excited. I'm like He's played three or four games. He's so far away. We just from want that to lock team. him in early, mate. Just, just want to lock him in early. You'd have to have a lot of injuries before he's got a game anytime soon. Here's a bolter, Corey Oates. He has been very good for Brisbane this year. He's, I think he's back to his best. On to our last news article here. Not supporting him the way they should. Broncos great fires back at shock. Kevy claims. Look, I guess what I would say to start with this is. Um, these claims about apparently oh, are that the the Broncos might not necessarily be fully behind Kevin Walters. They did come from what's that? Uh, Danny Widler. Now I think everyone should remember that anything that comes from Danny Widler should come with a grain of salt, because 
He's very rarely right about anything. He is possibly the worst journalist in rugby league history. He never gets... I don't think he's ever gotten anything right. Has he ever gotten anything right? You know, he... I'm convinced he's... You know, one of the newspapers or, or magazines has that, that guy, The Mole. Yeah, you know, The Mole, who has all the scoops, but they're always yeah, yeah. wrong. I'm convinced it's him. He's... he's like, And look, Darren Locke, you're right. So he's kind of said, no, Kimmy's got our support. He's signed on for next year. Like... Where's this? Where's this crap come from? And the fact is, the Broncos. This is, uh, you know, they've won three from seven. They probably should have won another. They probably should have won against the Roosters too. Um, it's not a terrible start of the year. They they're, they're in. They're actually in equal eighth. They're ninth on on four and against. So, you know, they win next week. They'll probably be in the eight. So, geez, like yeah, let's let's just make a story out of non-truths. It, it, it's come from nowhere. Like oh oh, people close to the Broncos. Well, that that's that's great. I mean, who, what does that mean? Like, I'm a member. I'm a member. Am I close to the Broncos? Wait, maybe there's Mrs. Mrs. Whistledown in the stands there, listening to everything. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, you know what happens to that's coaches it. when they have the support of the board and board members? They get the axe. Yeah. Oh well, we'll that's, yeah. That's yelling too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, but I, I, but think, I, I agree. I, that I there's like nothing the in this coach. article. I agree that they're oh, not, no. you know, way too early to be making that call on Kevin Walters. He's, he's, he's doing all right. And you can see the team are getting better. The last few weeks, they're, they're improving. And Reynolds is starting to, to take his effect on the team now. So, see where they're at in a couple of months' time. Sorry, there is one more. Uh, Gus blows up. Oh, God, Phil Gould again. <laughs> Runs training after spraying hapless Bulldog. Um, yeah, this, um, this just happened today. Basically, um, yeah, what's happened is that um, Phil Good's gone in to, uh, to address the team. He's addressed the under-20s or the reserve grade and said, oh, yeah, you guys did great winning your game, even though you're short of players. And then he's just absolutely baked the first-grade team. Like, in particular, had a real go at the spine and, and Flanagan. And, and then, he's, then he's taken the team out and he's run the training session while the coach stood on the sidelines and watched. Um, Gould has a habit of doing this when he when he's um, um, football director at clubs. He, he has a, a habit of, even though he says he's not going to be hands on, getting heavily involved in the coaching, and it's invo- it's it's resulted in about three or four coaches getting sacked. Um, yeah. I was about to say the same thing. This is the end of Trent Barrett. If it, Phil Gould gets it's involved, it's the beginning of the end. I think. Yep. 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 He, he um, I think it's a, a such a bad look. You can do this, you know, like, to do this, this means he's got no co- faith in the coach being able to yeah. to send that message, which is basically, you know, you know, it wasn't good enough. Basically, what they did in that second half of the Broncos was just, you know, very poor. But he had no faith in the coach. He's been under pressure. Gould wants everything done. He's, I think he wants a lot of the stuff done his own way. And if you don't yeah. fall into that, and, you know, yeah. he'll put the blame on you pretty quickly. He's, I mean, the... The coaches that he's yeah. <laughs> he's uh, got fired or fired himself has been um, crazy. There's a big list, but yeah, I think oh, yeah, well, that's, that's not why good signs of Barrett. And, fell out. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I don't all, think it's a good all, look. Yeah. What's it going to no, do, really? Apart from put more pressure on everyone in the club, it's going to put pressure on the coach now. It's going to put pressure on the players. Just, and look, they've, they've, they've got to be firming as wooden spoon favourites now because like they've had one win this year in round one and it was six points to four. It was a lucky win. And and in that game, too, in the last couple of minutes, um, the Cowboys had a try awarded, but then it was 
reversed by the bunker. So they nearly lost that one too. Like, yeah, I, I'm starting to think they're going to get um, consecutive wooden spoons now because I, I can't see where they're going to win a game now because the Tigers have at least shown that they're starting to get things right with a more settled halves combination. But the Dogs just... And all these players they've brought, I mean, what are they doing? They're not doing much for them. I, mean, I thought Pengai went all right. He threw some off, a lot of offloads and... You know, he set up a good try, but, you know, and Matt Burton's had a few moments, but, you know, they're not doing much. I just, honestly, I don't even know how they keep getting some of these players that they're signing. Who would, I don't know who would want to go there. Like, Reed Marnie, they've got, um, you know, Addo Carr, yeah. they've and got... Kickout, Kickout's kick, on his kick way. Kickout as well. And it's like, who in their right mind would go there to lose? Well, and not just that as a player, but... Who in their right mind as a coach would now go there? Let's just say Trent Barrett does get sacked. Like, and you know what Phil Gould's history is in terms of, oh, I'm just going to get involved and, and tell you how to, to do everything, even though it's not my, even though I'm not the coach. Would you go there as a coach? Even no, if you're no desperate for, to, to get a coaching, would you just like, you know what, I might just stand back and wait for another position to open up. Yeah, or wait oh, till Phil Gould leaves. I mean, there's a reason Phil Gould doesn't last yeah. very long at places. He's sort of... Obviously, very influential for a certain appointment. It just goes up. He's got great knowledge of the game, but he um he seems to get teams like back on track and get some going well, but doesn't push on to get that premiership. Not at least not for a long time. Um, yeah, like with Penrith, he put a lot of good systems in place, but he was gone when they won. He's following Richie Benno's method. We work as a team, and they do it, his and way. we do it my way. Yeah, exactly. We're a team <laughs> and do it my way. Smokes, how's your super coach going? We're, yeah, well, team score over a thousand again. We won our head-to-head match, so we're, we've got a four and two record. Um, we're equal fourth on the ladder, but based on our four and against, we're only eighth because I think we've had a couple of close wins. Um, and our best player of the weekend was Pappenhausen. Funny, I'd named him captain again. So he got one hundred and fifty-five points just without being captain. Uh, my my bolter is Nate, like because we ended up naming Katoni Stags as captain, but um, he was actually pretty well contained last week, so he didn't score a huge amount for us, but. Um, no, good on uh, you know, good on Pappers for getting us some points, and uh, we're, we're we're chugging along. We're we're going all right. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, on to some beer bets. Uh, Principal, you had a smasher of a round. Got eight beers. Good on you. Oh, look, just because you were running low. He smashed us, and then he got smashed on all the beers. How good? Yes. It's finally, it's about time I sort of won a few back. I've lost a lot. A lot recently, so right. it's been good. Do you have any uh, beer bets for me this week? Oh, I'm going to uh, go. I'll stop. Sorry, principal. I'm going to go stick on the the winning band, bandwagon of the Tigers and go Tigers three in a row this week. Going to oh. keep Who are they playing? keep it going. No idea. Who are they playing? <laughs> Tigers are going to play. They're playing the uh, Dragons. Dragons. Ooh. Oh, gee, that's yeah, interesting. That's, yeah, a, that's a chance. But I will. I will take your bet. Yep, I'm doing it. Let's, let's, let's assume yeah, that, principal, uh, that, that Phantom yeah. will as well. I just realised I'm actually winning this, you know, 33 to 29. Oh, yeah, you're, you're times have changed. Right. Yeah, times bet? have changed. My bet, my bet is going to be... I'm going to take uh, it. Oh, you, you'll take it, you'll take it. Um, oh, oh, you know, hey, you just said you'll take it, right? Before I've even said what it is, Correct. Probably. 
It's the way no, it normally no, no, goes. No, 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 you you gonna decide now before because I've got one in mind, but I want to hear. I want you to confirm you'll take it before I. Let's go. It. Yep, I'll take it. Okay. All right. Warriors to beat the Raiders. Two beers. Oh come on! <laughs> Warriors Make to bounce four. back after the seventy to ten belting and beat. The Make Raiders. it four, and I'll take it. Four. Make it four, and I'll take it. All right. Four beers. Taken. And you know what? You know, Prince uh, uh, Phantom fact, will take that as well. Yeah, let's put him in. He can go in too. He can have a... Yeah. All right, and then although make up one for Phantom. Although he'll, he'll no doubt tip cause... the Warriors, so maybe he wouldn't want that. But anyway. Um, Roos, Roosters will finally get... Um, oh, Simbin? What should we do? Off? Get a Simbin. Yeah. Roosters get a Simbin. Um, Refs finally Simbin the oh. Roosters players. Actually, oh, who are they? Who are they playing? They're gonna arc up. Oh, I'll they're against the They're playing Bulldogs. No, I'll, 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, Bulldogs. Um, I'll say that they will not get a sin bin, so I'll take it. Prince, will you taking that one as well? No, I'll just leave it. Keep make right, a bit of difference in these beer bets. Yeah, so we're not just sharing problems. All right. We will go on to round eight tips. Uh, Broncos and Sharks. Principal. Sharks. I think they'll be too good for the Broncos. Smokes? I'm going the home side, the Broncos. They're warming up for something. Alright. Adam Reynolds. Alright. Hold please while I pull Adam up. Adam Reynolds. The... Sharks will be favourites for sure. Sharks will be favourites. Um, uh, sharks are favourites. Yes, we'll get they're Phantoms. definitely favourites. Uh, that's fine. Alright. Uh, Titans, Panthers. Smokes. Panthers. Panthers. That's just going to be my tip pretty much every week. Panthers. Uh, Panthers all round, and yep, we may as well just chuck that tip in. Unless they're playing the Raiders, I won't tip any different. fair enough. All right. (laughs) Um, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Manly. Oh, this could be a good game. Yeah, this is one I can't... I was doing my tips of four for another comp, and this is probably the most difficult one. I'm going to say Rabbitohs. They'll bounce back a little bit after losing to the Tigers. Um, but I have no confidence in that yeah. at all. I think it's going to be close I, game. I'll, could go either way. I'll go South Sydney as well, but yeah, I'm not very confident either. I, I, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with the bunnies. All right. I like how even the uh, bookies don't know who's going to win out of New Zealand yeah. and Canberra. All right. <laughs> the blockbuster. Wow. Raiders. Uh, Smokes, I'll start with oh, you. Okay. Yeah, look, I'll, I will, with absolutely zero confidence, go with the Warriors. Uh, actually, oh, fuck, I don't know. The Raiders got anyone in, mate? I don't even know who's... Oh, is Jared Croker playing? Is he? No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, no. They should, I'll, I'll stick with the Warriors. I'll, I'll stick with the Warriors. Again, no confidence at all. Like, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming Raiders. The Raiders to win convincingly. The Raiders are going to win this game by 30 points. Easily. Ooh. I hope so. Easily. Watch out. It's in Redcliffe. It's up in Queen. Oh, is this Magic Crown? No, it's just Warriors. No, no, no. The there. Warriors play their home ground games oh, there right, until later right. this year, yeah. Okay. Because uh, Magic Week is soon. I saw lots of ads yeah, for it's it. In a, it's in a, I think it's round 10. Okay. All right. Uh, Bulldogs, Roosters, Smokes. I'd love to see the dogs give it to them, but I've got to go with the Chooks. Yeah, I'm also so. going the Chooks. Uh, Prince... I'm assuming you're going Bulldogs. Oh, Bulldogs. Gus's rev up is going to get them up for one week. You know, <laughs> Roosters it. will, you know, get a few, uh, you know, Simvins this week so they can say, oh, no, we don't Simbins. favor the Roosters. 
and then they'll go back to favouring them the week after. So, Bulldogs. All right. Uh, and Eels Cowboys. Principal, I'm assuming you're tipping Eels. Yeah, I'll run with the Eels. I think with this one, but I reckon it could go either way. Yeah, I'll go mm. the Eels. Cow- um, good Cowboys test to Cowboys well. to see where they're actually at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Knights and Storm smokes. Oh, could it be seventy again? Probably not, but it will be Melbourne winning. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's got to be Storm, right? It'll definitely be Melbourne winning. Principal? I cannot see Newcastle getting close. Storm all round, I think. Principal? Storm all round, yep. And then Dragons, West Tigers. I reckon uh, West Tigers might have a th- chance to get the third, but I'm going to tip Dragons. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Dragons as well. Um, Tigers are playing well, but um, Dragons have won their last two as well, so I'll go the Dragons. Uh, I still think Dragons are a little bit uh, inconsistent, so I reckon um, thinking Tigers this week to go yeah, three in a row. Right there, wave of momentum, right. two right, games. Cool. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. As always, mm. you can find us on Pub Talk Rugby League podcast uh, group on Facebook. Uh, thank you all for listening, and again, thank you, Smokes, for. Uh, managing and hosting this last week because uh, no I enjoyed worries. my holiday and I enjoyed <laughs> editing and listening to the podcast all in one hit. So uh, nice, yes, no worries. My it was, it was on my phone, absolute pleasure. Grud man, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, absolute okay. pleasure. Right. Um, well, till next week, sports fans. See you later. Go the Raiders. See you.